Hello guys, welcome to Christmas Tradition Day 5. And we have looked at the book of Luke chapter 5. Hear what others have to say about the book of Luke chapter 5. Everyone, good evening. Um, so today we read Luke chapter 5 and Luke chapter 5 is quite an interesting chapter. Um, it talks about how Jesus um, preaches and the calling of the some of the, um, the his disciples and all. Um, from verse 3, we can see how Jesus borrowed Simon's sheep to preach. And one thing we can learn from Simon is that he yielded his sheep. He yielded his vessel for the master's use. Likewise, as Christians, we need to yield whatsoever the Lord is asking of us. If it's our time, if it's our resources, if it's ourselves to do his work, we have to be willing to yield it without any questions like Simon did. Um, also, from verse 11, we saw how the how Peter, Andrew, James and John, you know, um, how they, after bringing their ship to land, they forsook all and followed him this is like a basic requirement of the gospel it basically means we have to be there has to be willingness we have to be willing to forsake um everything we have to be willing to follow christ regardless of the price it doesn't mean we have to forsake our responsibilities at all and um also like michael and um, brother michael had already said in verse 16 um, it says Jesus withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed there are sometimes we just have to you know cut um, withdraw leave everything um, social media um, whatever distracts us there are, we we need to understand that the importance of being alone spending time alone with God like um one of my favorite um, artists posted on twitter is that he, he said sometimes you just have to um forget about the devotionals forget about the sermons forget about the podcast and everything and just read your bible just your bible allow god to minister to you let it be just you and him praise god um then finally one most important thing i saw in this chapter was faith in verse 19 from verse 19 downwards we saw how jesus healed many and and lots of people from diseases and then verse 19 says and when they could not find like by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude they went up the house upon the housetop and let that him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst of, before jesus and verse 20 says, And when he saw their fate, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. I mean, faith, even if it's as small as a mustard seed, if you say to a mountain to move, it will move. We need to have faith. We need to have ex- and we need to have faith and exercise faith. Um, like someone said to me, faith is having no plan B. It's like this is it and that is it. Just believe and trust in God that faith alone has a lot of power praise god um so that's all thank you good evening everyone i hope we're fine i'm glad to be here this evening my name is shalom all right um luke chapter five 
had uh, quite a number of lessons, but I'm going to narrow down mine on um, the narration we have with Jesus Christ and Simon Peter and I'll be focusing on three points basically one total submission two acknowledgement of unworthiness and three our response from uh, the, the the narrative you see that Christ saw two boots there but for some reasons he decided to pick that of Simon Peter why we don't know but yeah Simon Peter was lucky guys now when when we read we read we see that uh, at the time when Christ was was done preaching and told Simon to to cast his net before then we discover that Simon Peter and his colleagues were done for the day they were washing their nets Imagine someone who is an expert fisherman who was done working for the day, washing his, his, net, his nets, and then Christ telling him, um, let's go and try some more. Being an expert fisherman, he would have said, I am done. I mean, there is no fish in this river. But then he totally submitted, telling Christ, yes, we've tried, it didn't work out, but if you've said so, would give it a trial. So, Holy Doubt was irrespective of our so-called qualifications, knowledge, expertise. Many times, even when the Lord asks us to do something that seemingly would be unlogical, bearing in mind our expert or experience, we should totally submit. Total submission and yielding demands that we do as the Lord asks. The next point being acknowledgement of unworthiness. The fact that um, Christ used Peter's boats uh, did not make Peter feel, okay, there are two boats here. Christ used my boat so well. I think I'm the righteous one here among, among uh, the owners of, of the, my boat and the other. I'm more righteous than the one who had or who owned the other boat. I'm sure no. But um, he decided to acknowledge. Sorry, let me continue from my step. But he acknowledged his unworthiness. He went to Christ and told Christ, "Please leave me. Please get away from my side. I am a sinner. I am unworthy. Yes, you have used my boat, but I'm not worthy for this." He acknowledged his unworthiness. I'm bringing it back home to us. Many times God uses us to do very wonderful things, amazing things, to pray for people and they get healed, to help people, to maybe even prophesy, see visions, but it does not mean we have arrived. So it, it takes us as Christians to, to not get carried away by God using us. We still need to look inward, know if we have some limitations, some weaknesses, some things that we really need God to fix and ask that He does the same. Because as Christians, we can get carried away. You pray, someone gets healed, and you feel okay, I am 
that kind of thing. So um, may the Lord help us to to be conscious of our work with Him, so that we don't get carried away by things He uses us to do, and forgetting the fact that we should always keep keep conscious work with Him, consistent work with Him, and daily devotion and dedication of ourselves to Him. The third point is on the response. On the response, what does God want us to do when, in spite of our unworthiness, He decides to use us? It's to follow Him wholeheartedly, to serve Him wholeheartedly. We are not worthy and He decided to use us and He decides to use us. The response should now be a U-turn. Then we acknowledge we worthy and then we should not remain unworthy to suppose that the Lord touches us and we we, we make a U-turn and turn around to by his grace and to the best of our abilities wholeheartedly serve him and to do his will. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Good evening everyone. It's a pleasure being part of this wonderful gathering today. Uh, from our reading from Luke 5, it's quite from the starting of the reading that Jesus started getting his disciples, started searching for them. And Simon Peter was the first. From his attitude, he let everything, he freed everything, he let go of everything, he fishes his family, and he followed Jesus. And for us to today, for us to do God's way, we have to let go of our worldly pleasures, let go of plenty things so that we're able to do His will, let go of your phones, the earthly things that have distracted you, and focus on Christ. And for us, 16, as people have been saying, Jesus went to pray. He always did that daily and in different parts of the Bible where. Jesus' story was recorded. Usually, go to pray because prayer is time of retreat and to refuel in yourself. Like soldiers, when they go for a battle, the point in time they go back to the camp to kind of re strategize, to rest and refuel themselves for the next encounter. The same way Jesus did, usually prayed. And going further in Jesus' life, when he was before his death, he, when he took Peter, James, and John for prayers on the mount. Tell them that they should pray so that they will not fall into temptation. It means when you are praying, when you are in the Lord, temptation should be far from you. When you are praying, the temptation will not come at that time. When you are communicating with God, temptations will not come. So we should, we should take good care of that word prayers. It's very good and a key word. Without prayers, our Christian life will not be smooth at all. And it's in prayers to be able to ask for what you need. And from verse 18 to 21, I saw the life of those friends that carried their paralyzed friend who was sick. Because of their attitude, their friend was healed. Assuming they were not good friends, they would have not gone extra might to open the roof and lower him down. So I urge us to keep company of good friends. I'll be there for us in time of need. As those men did and then in verse 31 when the pharisees were criticizing jesus why is he eating with the tax collectors jesus told them that he came for the 
it's for people that are needing it didn't come for the elderly people and it came for the less privileged the sick people that have not heard of christ so i want others to continue the work of evangelizing and win souls for christ thank you luke chapter 5. Hmm. the truth of the matter is <laughs> with luke chapter 5 is amazing I know I keep saying <laughs> look uh, previous chapters amazing but it gets better and better you know when Jesus told um, Simon said cast your net to the deep and Simon said something touching he says we have toiled all night but we couldn't get anything it that opens my eyes that there, there are things in this life if God does not give you his word you will toil all night. That's the truth. It, it's just the plain truth. If God does not give you his word and said, this is it. Honestly, we will toil all night. Forgive me to say that. That is why a lot of people toil all night in businesses, in profession, because they didn't get the first instruction from God. So can you imagine, this guy is toil all night and all of a sudden, a man just came and said, well, I cast it. God knows whether within the, the space of two minutes, they caught a lot number of fish. That is what God's word can do to us. God's word can help us to maximize our effort, help us to, uh, to manage our time. It can also help us not to go through a lot of stress. I, I, I could imagine how stressful those guys they, there was no sleep for them they, they were all their aim was to catch fish and catching fish brings more money <laughs> exactly so these guys they were really really into it to really help out but uh all their efforts were in vain but immediately jesus came they caught a lot they, they didn't just catch a lot they were amazed at, at the number of fish so that is what god's word can do to us that before we go out in the morning you're asked asking god god what is your instruction for today please i need to know so that i will be able to i will be able to go into go into the world with your power and with your wisdom so that i will not toil all night and not catch anything at all and i think this is the wisdom we need to employ another thing is that these lepers uh, the leper rather his friends took him and they, when they got to where Jesus was, the place was filled. They, they knew, they were so sure that God, their effort will not be in vain if they take Jesus and pass, they take their friend and pass it through the city. So it was that faith Jesus saw and looked at them and says, and saw their feet and healed the leper. So why the leper has small faith? Because I'm sure the friends, they must have been in subsequent crusade of Jesus and they have seen healing happen. So they now decide to say, okay, see, we have seen healing happen. It is possible for our friend, we should take him there so that something can happen to his life. So they were so sure and it was upon the strength of their faith that God healed, that Jesus healed the leper. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Please be part of it and have a wonderful night. Bye.